0: Did you see that uh, Audible is putting out pre-orders for the uh, Quidditch Through the Ages audiobook?
1: No, I didn't see that.
0: I can't decide if I want to get it or not because I've read it, Mm -hmm. but it says that there's a bunch of original content. So um, we'll see. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, interesting.
0: Yeah. Oh, you know what? I also just remembered (laughs) because I'm thinking about that. I just remembered to turn off my charity miles walk home.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I do that all the time. I'll like turn it on the next morning and it'll still be on from yesterday. I'm like, oh.
0: <laughs> Friday night, I was at home about three hours after walking home from work before I remembered. So <laughs> I, I thought it took me uh, three and a half hours to walk a mile and a half. Yeah. It's okay. Nobody's grading me on speed on that. <laughs> yes. Yes. So I've done a lot of remote recording, Mm -hmm. but it's all been through either other setups, if not through the uh, other podcast that I have, which is with the same friend every single time. So we don't have multiple things to figure out.
1: Right. I've never done a podcast before. So
0: (laughs) I gathered when you were asking me about uh, what you needed. Yeah. (laughs) It's not a problem. (laughs) brand new you're not even the first person (laughs) on this show who hasn't done one before right yeah well i mean i guess i'm ready if you are
1: ah i guess so yeah
0: (laughs) all right well i'll start the show it is January 29th, 2018. I'm Michael Gabriel, and you're listening to Run the Small World, a show in which I talk to friends and share my loves for Disney, running, run Disney, and whatever else comes up. I have a new guest today. Who are you, and how do I know you?
1: Yeah, um, I'm Amanda K. Oakes, and I think we met on Twitter, right? Yeah, I, th-
0: yeah. I think so. I think <laughs> maybe, maybe it, like... She's the first had, Mm -hmm. you know, tweeted something or retweeted one of my things and then you followed me and then I followed you back or something. Yeah, yeah, something like
1: that. She's the first on Twitter, definitely.
0: For those listening, uh, She's the First is a a not-for-profit organization that raises money to send girls around the world to school who wouldn't be able to otherwise. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've done some a lot of running fundraising for them and you are also aware of them
1: yes i dyed my hair purple once <laughs> for uh, a charity thing they did so <laughs> yeah
0: the, the dare my hair challenge
1: yes yeah that was april 2016 i think
0: i think that's right yeah 2016 and i, I got my first mohawk because of it so
1: <laughs> uh, right
0: <laughs> yeah um my only mohawk so far uh no, no no that's not true i got a second one last year and dyed it red white and blue mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I, I, I say I do a lot of fun uh, fundraising running. My first marathon, I ran uh, raising money for She's the First.
1: Oh, yeah. Nice.
0: So, um, yeah. What's your running background?
1: Uh, yeah. So, I'm fairly new to running consistently, I would say. I've been running off and on since college. You know, um, I did a 5K with a friend, and I ran barely any of it, but something about it stuck with me. So, this past month, I've been going three times a week for runs and it's the most consistently I've ever been running. So that's kind of exciting for me. (laughs) I'm breaking a lot of personal records as a result. Um, So yeah.
0: (laughs) What kind of personal records?
1: A lot of, uh, you know, longest distance and... Uh, most time running. I use um, RunKeeper to track my runs. So it's always sending me emails, which is very motivating <laughs> um, so far. <laughs> I'm like, oh, great. I break a personal record like every time because I used to never run.
0: Yeah. So. People mock <laughs> these things, but they're so helpful. Um, I mean, just like seeing Fitbit steps and other things really does actually get me going. It's like, oh, my weekly count is really low. I should just go for a run today, mm. uh, even if I'm not mentally there and, you know, Garmin and RunKeeper and all that, the ways they, they encourage people. For those of us who it works for, it really works, I feel like.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. I don't think I'd be able to stay motivated if I wasn't tracking it in some way. It really helps me just feel like I can keep track of what I've done and and how far I've come, so. Cool.
0: I think people by now should know that Degree of running expertise is not a significant factor as to whether or not you're welcome on the show or I consider you a runner. Um, and that is also true of affection for Disney, but I don't actually know much about what your relationship, if any, is to Disney stuff. So, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. What is it?
1: Yeah. So, um, you know, I like Disney. I have only actually been to Disney world once I went in high school with my marching band. So as far as actually going to the parks, I haven't done it very often, but I did enjoy them. Um, and you know, big fan of, of Disney movies and things like that. I would say, you know, medium level fan.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Cool. And I know that you, uh, I mean, while you haven't done any of the run Disney stuff because you haven't been back to Disney World, um, you have at mm-hmm. least some experience doing a costume race, uh, but which was not at all Disney related. Yes. But <laughs> but uh, I think we were we talked about that at one point back when you were preparing your first costume for one. So,
1: yeah, yeah, definitely. I did a superhero 5K last year. Uh, so, you know, Marvel, I think they're a Disney property now. So kind of counts. Oh, that's true. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so Rogue is totally owned by Disney. Um, so there you go. Because yeah. that was Rogue. Right, that You did.
1: Yeah, yeah, I did a very um, easy rogue costume with just uh, green leggings and a t-shirt that I made a uh, paper, construction paper X-Men logo on, so (laughs) very rudimentary, but it was fun.
0: It was. I mean, now you showed pictures of it, and it was a perfectly good running costume in my estimation, so. (laughs) Well, thank you. (laughs) The next segment uh, is the a recent running news item. But before I start, I don't think I've actually mentioned on the show that I make show notes for each episode of the show with all relevant links to anything that there is a link to. Uh, and generally, people can get to that via their podcatcher if it supports show notes. Uh, but if it doesn't, you can also get to, the, to it through the website. You can navigate through TriviallyCrucial.com, which is originally the host website of the other podcast I do. Uh, now it's a shared site. Uh, and you can also run direct to this podcast specific page on that. If you just go to run the smallworld.com. it'll redirect you. So, uh, so with that, this week's uh, news or this episode's news item is that uh, the Miami marathon was just run this past weekend. And uh, I'm going to link people. So there, the the link I'm going to share includes an encouraging story about somebody proposing to his girlfriend at the end of the finish, although it was his first marathon and her 20th, um, which is kind of fun. Uh, wow. <laughs> yeah. And there's somebody else who posted like a huge, uh, he had done it as a weight loss goal. But the one I want to highlight is that there's a guy, uh, Dr. Omar Nelson, he He did the marathon, but he also did the half marathon that morning. And so he's the first ever person to run both the Miami half marathon and full marathon in the same day. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He did that to raise money for the cancer center he works at. And uh, people can check that out uh, in the show notes. The next subject er, or the next topic, next segment is the guest topic. So what do you have for me?
1: Sure. Um, I was thinking today we could talk a little bit about just, um, ways of staying motivated, especially when you're new at running. Cause that's basically the thing I'm focusing on right now is just not quitting this time.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, that's great. Cause I think a lot of people who get to know me after I'm in, after I've been really into distance running, assume that I've always been into it and that is just not the case. Mm-hmm. And even going into training for my first full, I had a really hard time enjoying it for a little while, but before I get into things, do you have any, like, thoughts about what's worked for you so far?
1: Uh, sure. Yeah. So I, as I said, I've been running off and on since college, but it was always sort of a, oh, this is, I'm going to start again and we'll see how long it, it takes before I give up, basically. Um, so a lot of what I've been focusing on is just changing my mindset about it. Um, like t- telling myself I am a runner, even if I have to walk <laughs> in between, because before yes, it was always are. like, yeah, it was always like, I'm not a runner if I can't, you know, run a whole mile without stopping or run two miles without stopping. So, uh, being more gentle with myself, I think, has helped a lot. And you know, this past year, I did the first time I ever ran a five k without stopping was crazy motivating. So, I think uh, setting goals is really important too mm-hmm. for me. So, yeah,
0: yeah, uh, setting goals is a big deal. And like you just said, celebrating your accomplishments, I think that goes a long way. Um, just. Seeing that, like how much you've done that you haven't been able to do before and, you know, being forgiving of yourself for not being up to other people's standards, because no matter what, you're always there's always going to be somebody who's drastically better. Right. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I have friends who compare themselves to me and then I'm like, but you do realize that there are people who are even like the gap between me and them is significantly more than the gap between me and you like it's not a Mm
1: -hmm. i
0: mean there are people who are overwhelmingly better and it's just a losing strategy to compare yourself to other people
1: (laughs) yeah yeah exactly i always have to try to remind myself of what i used to not be able to do so i like have this mantra of just when it's a really hard run i'll be like remember this used to feel impossible like you would have never been able to say oh this was a really hard three mile run so comparing myself to myself i think yeah
0: exactly and then also i mean as as you get older it also gets harder so it's like you don't even want to compare yourself to just like as long as you're constantly improving because i at some point Mm -hmm. i'm going to start slowing down and so it's really going to be like okay well did is what i did significant today like it's more than i would have done otherwise right um I'm, i'm still helping myself and that's i think goes a long way too
1: exactly
0: um especially like little things you see if you're looking for them and if you're willing to give it to yourself, you can see little victories in like the mirror, uh, even if not necessarily on the scale because of the whole muscle and fat weighing differently and you increase your appetite and all that, but just how mm. you feel, you start to have more energy throughout the day when you get consistent at it. And like, that's a big victory regardless of oh, whether yeah. or not you're doing well compared to other people's standards. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and I would say you, you mentioned setting goals and I think that's a, big thing for me is uh, anybody who knows me knows that I have like all kind just lists and lists and lists of running goals. Mm -hmm. uh, And a big part of that is just, there's no way I'm going to achieve every single one. So I have to have enough so that I'm constantly succeeding at some, right? Oh yeah. (laughs) And so having so many that you hit, it's like, okay, well I fail at some of them, but I'm succeeding at others. And it just keeps you going Uh, and not just having one to shoot for, because if you have that one to shoot for, sometimes you'll hit it and you're like, okay, well now I'm done. Or you'll realize you're not going to make it and then you'll just stop entirely because you don't have any other factors to motivate yourself. So having a bunch of goals that are sort of kind of complementary helps a lot, like really just helps you keep going.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. I've tried to really stick to having multiple goals this time around, like running X number of times a week, even if I don't feel like it on top of, I'm I'm trying to run my first 10 K this year, which is kind of terrifying still, but, um. I'm gonna do it. I believe yeah. in you. <laughs> yeah, I can do it. So
0: <laughs> you, you definitely can because I mean, you recently you said, uh, not long ago, I think you said uh, this past year, you did a 5k straight through for the first time? Or was that just this month?
1: Uh, yeah, that was last year. Um, when I did the superhero 5k, I ran that the whole way through okay. um, in a costume even, which was really amazing.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And then recently you did, I think four miles straight for the first time.
1: Yes, yes, recently four. So,
0: so you're well on your way to a 10k, whether or not, you make it all the way through without stopping, like you're, you're pretty close, I think. Yeah. So, um, so that's pretty great. Yeah, I'd say so. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So uh, we can move on to the next segment. Uh, The next segment is recent a Disney news item, which, uh, this was pretty weird and funny. Uh, everybody knows Disney uses a lot of animatronics at its parks. Uh, and this weekend, two separate ride animatronics unexpectedly lost their literal heads while people were riding. Oh, great. Uh, yeah. So, uh, the little mermaid ride at Disneyland, California adventure, or the Ursula, uh, animatronic just lost its head while people were on it. And which, you know, (laughs) makes her, I guess, poor and unfortunate. True. (laughs) Uh, And, uh, and then at the same time, over in Disneyland Paris, during the Pirates of, of the Caribbean ride, the auctioneer animatronic also lost it, which is, I guess, a less significant character, but still kind of kind of not a thing that people would expect at Disney. I really hope that no kids were freaked out by the Ursula one, though. Yeah. Because that could be alarming. <laughs> I can imagine that'd be scary because
1: <laughs> kids are afraid of Ursula anyway sometimes. So
0: Yeah. And then suddenly it's headless Ursula, and that's just a whole nother <laughs> Who would presumably still be talking or singing or whatever, you know? Yeah, <laughs> I don't actually ever want to see that, <laughs> um, but no. <laughs> but you can see uh, there is a video that I did not click through in the uh, in the article that I'll link to. My topic, uh, you already kind of addressed one of mine, which was sort of like how you. I, I had a backup just in case the guest uh, covers the one that I want to cover. <laughs> so uh, my initial one was going to be just sort of how you've been encouraging yourself you know, in building up. Mm-hmm. So instead I'll talk about the uh, Hogwarts running club because you and I have been doing a lot of talking about that in the last week. Uh, yes, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mentioned it briefly, I think in the last episode, but we will, uh, But yeah, do you want to give a rundown of what it is? Because you've been a part of it a lot longer than me.
1: Sure. So the Hogwarts Running Club is a virtual running club. Um, I think primarily a lot of people use Facebook, but they they have a website. They're on Twitter. And the idea is just a community of people who are running, using charity miles to support various charities. And then they also have uh, a series of virtual races every year with different Harry Potter related themes. And those each, um, the proceeds donate a different... Charity that they choose for each race. And so then you're kind of doing double charity because you're running charity miles to track your miles while you're running for another charity. So it's pretty cool. Um, I've found it to be a really supportive community. Uh, As a Hufflepuff, I'm in the Hufflepuff common room. So that might be part of it. But I think it's overall very supportive.
0: As a fellow Hufflepuff, yes, supportiveness is great. Um, I think running communities in general tend to be mm-hmm. supportive. So to add in that it's like our group is limited to Hufflepuffs just, I think, mm-hmm. takes it to another yeah. level. <laughs> um, you, know, you mentioned the virtual races. They're currently running the Nargle 9K, um, which is, uh, you know, celebrates Luna, right? Luna Lovegood? Yes. Um, and uh, this is, I think the charity partnering with this is Broadway Cares, which saves people. Uh, which raises money for uh, HIV and AIDS. Yes. Right. Yep, that's correct. So, um, cool. Uh, and then there's also a l- another thing that I, of course, latched onto as a person who does like Disney races and Disney challenges and makes up my own challenges for myself. Uh, they have a thing where if you do all of their virtual races for the year and then also pay for a challenge medal, which will also go to charity, you can uh, get classified as a perfect prefect, which uh, when I saw that, I was like, yep, I'm going to do that this year. So,
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I am hoping to do perfect prefect this year as well. So
0: yeah. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, cool. Uh, and I think the, for this one, the each of the virtual races also, they have a preferred day to do it, but you can do it pretty much any time in the window, right?
1: Yeah, that's correct. Um, and a lot of people break it down into smaller increments too. So there's usually like a race-related tracker that they have out where you can yeah. um, color in your miles if you're walking or doing shorter running segments too, which is pretty cool.
0: Yeah. And they have fun uh, race bibs that you can print out too. So I need to figure that out before Luna's birthday so I can print one in color somewhere because I don't know where I have access to a color printer. <laughs>
1: Um, yes, that is the
0: struggle. <laughs> uh, cool. Well, thanks. Um, you definitely did a better job of summarizing that than I would have, <laughs> so uh, I appreciate that.
1: No problem. Um,
0: and I guess you uh, you teach and write and so on, so you're probably better at just collecting your thoughts in a way that you actually have to communicate <laughs> than I am.
1: <laughs> One would hope, given <laughs> that I stand in front of people and do it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh so um next uh, we can we can move on to the next segment and spend more time on this is there something that you're looking forward to uh and it can be multiple things and it can be related to running or disney and if you can't think of either of those anything else
1: okay yeah so the first thing i'm looking forward to we already mentioned is the nargle 9k so my my hope is that i'm gonna actually run the whole 9k um in one go which will be the first time i've done a distance um of that length In one go. So I'm really looking forward to giving that a go. February 13th, I'm planning on doing the actual suggested run date. So Linda's birthday. Um, So that's exciting.
0: I'll be doing it same day as well. And just for those following, I think a 9K is 5.59 miles. So um, Mm -hmm. so under six. Yes. But (laughs) yeah. Cool. Um, any other things that you're looking forward to?
1: Um, yeah, I think just uh, continuing to run. Like I said, this is the longest amount of time I've been running consistently, so I'm very excited to keep going.
0: Cool. And I will, I will probably make you sign up for a 10K at some point before you think you're ready, but or at least try to. Uh, Excellent. This is positive peer pressure is a big thing with me, so um, and I think you find it a lot in running running circles. Um, I was I read a book with a book club that I do recently. Uh, and uh, I think maybe I've mentioned it on the, on the podcast already, um, but it, it was about like, it's a, it's a woman who does a, a blog called fat girl runs and she does ultra marathons. And a big segment is just about like friends talking her into other races that she didn't think she should, should sign up for. And I've experienced that and I've done it to other people and it's, it's fun.
1: Um, yeah. Always good to have
0: people push you further than you would push yourself. So
1: it's appreciated. <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
0: And you will look forward to earning that perfect prefect, of course. Yes,
1: definitely, definitely. Um, and I'm also planning on doing a um, shamrock race. I'm looking for a shamrock 10K. Uh, my birthday is St. Patrick's Day, so I always get really excited about St. Patrick's Day. So I'm hoping to run a race on St. Patrick's Day this year.
0: Well, that's awesome. Hopefully, we'll I'll be able to have you on afterwards to check in and see how all of, all of that went. Um, yeah. 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 <laughs> um okay so for me I'm looking forward to a thing it's happening on Wednesday. Uh my office is pretty great. Uh, we do they do a lot of uh, a lot of encouraging things, a lot of self-development, a lot of um a lot of just peer development in the company and we have this internal series where we invite employees to talk about failures um either personal or professional and then build from that mm-hmm. and I'm doing one on wednesday and of course i'm going to be talking about running and the many 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 failures involved and how i've (laughs) gone on from that um i uh, i spent a good bit of time this weekend sort of writing it up and i'm a little bit past where it needs to be time wise (laughs) but it's a lot of slides uh I'm, i'm at like 70 something slides but they're each is going to be up for like seconds uh so it's like a really fast moving thing because I'm going to be talking about stuff of a pretty serious nature. So the slides are going to do the entertaining. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit nervous because mm-hmm. while I'm really comfortable talking about failure, I haven't really done it in front of a whole bunch of people who don't know me. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and so like some people in the office know me, but we're finally big enough where there are a bunch of people there who don't know me well. Uh, and so that'll be, it'll be interesting. And I'm also still trying to cut it down in time. I'm trying to figure out uh, as you are probably familiar with, because you write uh, editing is important and I am trying to figure out what the right things are to, to remove uh, in order to help deliver my, make my point come across more.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah. That's definitely the hardest part of edit, of revising is, is cutting it down, but that sounds really cool. So I'm sure it'll go well.
0: Yeah, it'll be fun. And I will hopefully uh, if I don't die while, you know, speaking No, I'm I'm not actually nervous about speaking in front of people. It's just the nature of getting <laughs> it right. Uh, but if, uh, But afterwards, the next episode, I will hopefully follow up and talk about it and maybe actually talk about some of the contents of it. Um, uh, Other than that, I think I'm just going to keep mentioning it until then. I'm really excited about Princess Half Weekend coming because I have a bunch of friends coming. Uh, I've never gone with six different people to Disney World, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Mm -hmm. And this past week, I finally started actually doing some speed training stuff in my efforts to train for like my May race that I'm going to go hard at. And it was really funny how difficult it was when I looked mm-hmm. at some of the training. I was like, oh, wow, this is going to be my regular running for like in weeks four and five of my speed training. And I look at previous years. I'm like, yeah, this is basically how the ramp up goes. So there's a reason that I haven't quite started. Like I'm sort of leading in and then my official start is like three weeks from now. Mm. So it'll be it'll be interesting because I have a lot of goals ahead of me and to see kind of where I am now and how far I am from where I want to be is, uh, <laughs> uh, is, is interesting. And it's giving me good perspective for when I see how far along I come. Mm. Um, cause even if I fail, I'll at least be able to see how much, how much improvement I made from where I am. Now. Right. Definitely. So, yeah. So looking forward to testing myself more, I guess is what is, is that. Um, cool. So yeah, I mean the show doesn't have that many segments, so that's the core show. Um, so I'll I'll do the outro, and then we can of course keep chatting. If anybody has just like stopped listening at the end of things, there are generally still moments of us talking about random <laughs> stuff afterwards. So you should do you should listen to those. Uh, but uh, yeah, so uh, Amanda K. Oaks, thank you for coming and being my host today. My first remote guest for this show actually. Yes. So.
1: Yeah, well, thank you for having me.
0: Uh, do you have anything you want to plug?
1: Uh yeah, <laughs> I'm good.
0: <laughs> okay, I'm putting you on the spot. Yeah, I so. <laughs> mean, you
1: know, I'm on, I'm on Twitter, but I just kind of ramble about stuff on there, so.
0: Cool. <laughs> if you're not already where, or you're not already doing it, just a reminder that I have an Instagram account for the show, uh, which is Run the Small World. And I have a Twitter account for the show, which is Run Small World, because Twitter takes shorter names. Uh, thanks for listening and tune in next time. And that is the show. <laughs>
1: yeah i survived that's fun uh
0: (laughs) you did you did you made it um yeah i I figure through this i'm probably going to introduce a whole bunch of people who've never done podcasting before because i like talking to people who Mm -hmm. haven't done this kind of thing um yeah i uh, i also today as i arrived home i got a package and it was the do you know what magic bands are
1: oh uh yes yeah they're a disney world thing right
0: yeah, so you put them on your wrist and they're like they can serve as your key and your pass into mm-hmm. the into the park and you can pay with them, like you tie a credit card to it and you can pay at places, stuff like that. Um and uh, if you have fast passes, which are prioritization passes, so every single person who goes to Disney World, it's not like a you pay for preferred access. Everyone can pick up to three uh before they go to the park. Right, right. And you can do it up to 90 days in advance. And then once you've used up all three, You can just keep applying, like, and it's essentially you get to go through the fast line instead of the regular line. So because everybody gets to do it, it's sort of everybody choosing which things they want to prioritize for a given day. And those are also tied to your magic band if you have one. Um, Otherwise, you have a little access card that you tap against the same things. But then you have to keep pulling it out of your pocket, which is annoying. Um, But but when you're staying at Disney uh, resorts about... A little bit, uh, about a month in advance, they send you magic bands. They're included in the resort stay. Uh, and so when you make the reservation, you can choose what colors you want. And so the ones for this coming trip just arrived today, and I always get excited.
1: Yeah, so. yeah, that's very exciting. I forgot to mention, I'm going to Universal Studios in March, so that'll be exciting. We're not going to have time to do Disney, which is really sad, but I will be in the area, so that's
0: okay. Well, you'll do Harry Potter World, so...
1: Yes, we are doing Harry Potter World. Uh, That is the priority for sure. (laughs)
0: This is the so this is the third year in a row I've done the Walt Disney World marathon, which is that Mm. first week in January. And it's the first two years I went to Harry Potter World. This time it was just like okay, look, I have an annual pass; it's free. Well, not free, but I've already paid for unlimited access to Disney World. So, like paying the money to go over to Harry Potter World when I've done it twice in the last two years was a bit much. But man. I love Harry Potter world. It's so great.
1: Yeah. I am so, so stoked. This will be my first time going, obviously. So
0: it's great. Uh, and you're doing, are you doing both parts in the same day? Like you, like you yeah, have access yeah, to that's both? our
1: plan because we're actually down there for, we're going to be down in Florida for a writing conference. So it falls on our spring break from graduate school. So we're going to go to universal studios like for a day and then go to our conference. So we're going to be very tired. <laughs>
0: well yeah both times i've done it i've done it single day and i prioritized harry potter and i basically spent i don't know the first more than half of the day doing harry potter stuff before i checked out any of the other (laughs) stuff in the other two in in the two parks but yeah doing both in one day is important because the hogwarts express is what connects the two parks and you can only take it if you have a pass to both parks. right so so yeah super fun Uh, and you have to do it in both directions because it's fun and different each way good Um, to know Are you planning on getting much, uh, what's the, uh, oh my gosh, I forgot the word. It's a hair, it's the, it's the drink, uh, Butterbeer, there you go. Have you, um, I hope they'll have all the kinds in March because when I've gone, they've had hot, cold, and regular, Mm -hmm. uh, and I have maybe given myself a sugar rush every time because I have to get all three and then another one of my favorite.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm sure that I will throw so many dollars at everything and I'm sure that will be one of them. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I did the uh, studio tour when I was in London uh, several years ago. And so I tried, I think they only had cold butter beer there, but I tried it and I've always felt like that was probably the most authentic because it was in the studio tour, but
0: (laughs) (laughs) probably I, I would hope that it's more or less the same thing Mm -hmm. though but uh the hot was my favorite um partially because it was slightly cold but also i just love hot drinks and i don't know i think i had the strongest flavor and i always like strong flavors and things so um yeah uh they also have alcoholic beverages that are very fun in harry potter world too so uh, they have a fire whiskey and other stuff like that so so I hope you enjoy yourself. I'm sure you will enjoy yourself. I don't know why I'm hoping. You definitely will. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> definitely.
0: Oh, well, uh, yeah. That's that's about it. I'll uh, stop recording now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs>